The information presented on this program is provided for informational purposes only, without warranty of accuracy, completeness, or suitability for a particular purpose. This program is not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, legal, or tax advice. This information is general in nature and not specific enough to be construed as advice. You should not make any decision based on the information presented on this program without independent consultation with an appropriately licensed professional or competent advisor. Investment in securities or the market involves a potential risk for loss of principal. Trading, therefore, may not be suitable for all listeners. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing company. Withdrawals of growth from annuities may be taxable as ordinary income in the year it is taken. Individuals should review contracts for specific details of the product's features and costs. Early withdrawals may subject the owner to penalties, fees, or taxes. For millions of Americans who retire every year, the task of ensuring that your money is working hard enough to provide you with a consistent paycheck can make the job of working for that paycheck seem easy. Retirement doesn't signal the end of financial worry. In fact, for the majority of retirees, it's just the beginning. The assets you have built must be able to provide you and your family with financial security for all the years to come. That's why you need a game plan for retirement, making sure you have a plan and that your money is working hard to provide you with an income you can depend on. This is your game plan for retirement. And welcome into your game plan for retirement, the show that challenges some of the traditional financial planning concepts that we have been taught and what we are finding to be outdated conventional wisdom on building for and achieving financial and ultimately retirement success. We talk about models that even in this difficult economy are proving to provide for greater opportunities for financial and retirement freedom. And we always check in with Pittsburgh's resource for a common sense approach to planning. He is Brian Caranta, president and founder of Secure Money Advisors. Brian, welcome back into your game plan for retirement. Peter, great to be with you today. Always a pleasure, Brian. I enjoy the time that we get to spend together and the information that we get to spread across the airwaves here in Pittsburgh and surrounding communities across Western PA. And I want to remind the listeners before we get going that Brian Caranta is our resource here on the program for a common sense approach to planning. But Pittsburgh and all communities in Western PA, your local retirement and income allocation advisor and resource for the type of information that you hear on the program. And he does welcome your calls. If you have questions or concerns about your own game plan for retirement, Brian Caranta can help you address those. If you would like more information on anything you hear on the program, don't hesitate to pick up the phone and give a call to 800-963-0131. That's 800-963-0131. Brian, it seems like we live in a world of extremes. There's right wing, there's left wing, there's Republican, there's Democrat, there's taking a whole lot of risk or earning next to nothing on our money. Where can we go to get some reasonable returns or why is it that we are not seeing any place that has relative safety, but also is going to keep us up with inflation. Yeah, you know, Peter, I mean, <laughs> you think about interest rates 30 years ago. I mean, you could go down to the bank and you could get a CD, at, you know, 10, 15 percent. I mean, nowadays, I mean, I think I've got a money market at the local bank right now paying me like 0.15 percent. I mean, it's outrageous. And, you know, the problem is, is that retirement used to be so easy because you could get a halfway decent return at the bank. And now you've got two extremes. You, you know, you either go and, and you run the risk of putting your money at the bank and earning no interest at all and losing your money to inflation, or you take risk with it and possibly lose it to market downturns. But, you know, there are alternatives out there. As a matter of fact, at Secure Money Advisors, we like to use uh, fixed annuities. I mean, a very simple product. It's almost like a CD alternative, not suitable for everybody. But, you know, a fixed annuity, depending on what company you use, I mean, you can get anywhere from two to three and a half percent, depending on how long you're willing to uh, put your money in for. So, and these are very flexible accounts and very easy to get your money in and out of. So people need to know that those are out there and, you know, you can put IRA money into those accounts. You can put non-IRA money into those accounts. If you put non-IRA money into it, uh, it actually grows tax deferred. So there's some nice tax benefits with it, but there are alternatives out there to low interest rate CDs and bank accounts. Well, Brian, when you say two to 3%, that might not uh, get every everybody all, all warm and fuzzy or very excited. But for a lot of people who have kept a lot of money sitting on the sidelines for years because they've wanted to avoid risk and volatility, they've just wanted to keep their money safe. This may be two or three times what they're earning, two or 300% improvement on their rate of return. Or in the case of, of my money market offering from my bank, 0.01%, uh, hundreds of times better 
interest rate than what we can find in other alternatives for safer money, Brian. And I know that there are um, some concerns with annuities because they are not 100% liquid on the day that you invest your money or the day after you invest your money. But in order to get any kind of reasonable rate of return at a bank, typically a CD has some type of surrender charge or liquidity cost as well, correct? Yeah, well, if you look at a bank CD, I mean, a bank CD gives you no liquidity at all, whereas an annuity, if you're using the right one, I mean, you can get liquidity of up to 10% day one. For example, I mean, I personally put a lot of my money into a fixed annuity. My annuities are a little bit more longer term, but if I need to access that money, I mean, I can take out 10% per year every single year. I had a lady come in the other day. I mean, she's had $200,000 sitting at the bank at 0.30%. She was earning a whopping $600 in interest every single year. No, she wasn't. Still got to pay the tax on that if it's non-qualified money at the end of the year, right, Brian? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's right. That's a that's a great point, Peter, right? So you you minus out the tax that she has to pay on, it's a lot less interest. But we were able to roll that money over to a uh, an annuity. It was suitable for her to do that based on her circumstances. And we took her from uh, earning 0.30% to earning 3%, which was over $6,000 a year in interest. So, you know, there are much better places to be putting your money these days. And people need to get over the fact that if they got a bad opinion about it. They just need to get over it. Uh, Because quite frankly, not all annuities are bad. I know there's a lot of bad ones out there, but if you deal with just simple, basic ones like a fixed annuity, you're not going to have any problems with them. Well, Brian, we've talked about this problem before, and you coined this lazy money. There's a lot of people with a lot of lazy money out there. And again, because they've been worried about if they want to get any growth on their money, they may risk losing half of it since the downturns in 02 and again in in 08 showed us that that is in fact possible. But Brian, these people have been keeping this money on the sidelines, waiting for interest rates to improve, maybe for as long as 10 years. I mean, we have been in this low interest environment for quite some time. And even if the Fed is saying they are planning on raising interest rates, they're not raising them that significantly. No, I don't see any information out there that tells me there's going to be any significant increases in interest rates coming anytime soon. I know the feds have said they're going to raise interest rates, but how much is that really going to push up CD rates? I mean, people need to start looking into alternatives rather than just sitting in there losing money to inflation at these very low interest rates. I mean, it's a ridiculous idea when you've got alternatives out there that are very good, strong, safe alternatives to be putting your money into where you can be earning reasonable rates of returns. and you, you said losing money to inflation. And I think a lot of people are keeping money in this type of low interest rate position because they believe that money is safe. And yes, the dollar amount uh, will be preserved and protected if you've got it positioned correctly and don't go over you know certain FDIC limits and, and the bank institution doesn't collapse, maybe a worst case scenario. Uh, But other than that, the dollar amount is protected, but the actual value of your purchasing power, you are in fact losing money safely. Inflation is growing and eroding away. The silent thief eroding your purchasing power quicker than a 1% interest rate is growing your money. That's right, Peter. And, you know, most people are not thinking of that because all they're thinking about is protecting the principal. So and unfortunately, a lot of Wall Street advisors out there don't have access to some of these fixed annuities. I mean, that's why we at Secure Money Advisors, that's all we focus on. Every day we're looking for accounts like this for our clients, for people that are coming in to look for these alternatives. This is what we're really good at. This is our niche. Brian, I know that you do offer a couple different opportunities for people to take advantage of, to to learn more, to learn these alternatives, these strategies, these options where they could be earning a little bit more on their money or making a little bit more forward progress to achieving financial and retirement goals into the future, or even just a conversation to help them understand what potential red flags could be in front of them in retirement that you have a trained eye to help them spot and identify. That's right. I mean, we want to continue to see more people in our community achieve financial success. And that's why we help people understand all these alternatives that are out there. And we want to continue to provide 
that type of contribution to the community because people deserve to know uh, that these types of accounts are available out there and they don't need to be continuing to be at the mercy of these low paying interest rates. And if their situation is such that it, it would be suitable for them to use one of these alternatives, um, you know, we would be more than happy to guide them in the right direction and guide them to the right product that would work for their situation. And people need to understand that when we're losing money today or we are not gaining as much as we could, our money is retired more than we are, it's not working hard enough for us once we've worked hard for it, that we're not maybe hurting ourselves this year or next year, but it's 10 or 15 years into our financial future or into and through retirement that we are putting in jeopardy. And Brian, at Secure Money Advisors, you focus in on that retirement planning, that forward-looking approach, and give people several opportunities to better understand those challenges and the strategies and options they have to specifically address them today. That's right. We want to help people optimize their retirement, Peter. I mean, and math and science show us that the same approach that worked to get us to retirement is not the most effective way to handle our finances uh, when we are in retirement. So we need a better approach. And it's the approach that we actually describe in a book that we're going to be giving away income allocation. And that's why we make a couple special offers each week. Uh, first, if you're taking your financial future seriously and you want to know that you've done all you can to identify areas of concern and optimize your retirement, we offer the opportunity for a complimentary planning review and strategy session. And we'll cover a lot of different things in this strategy session. I mean, we'll talk about market risk. We'll talk about fees. We'll talk about taxes. We'll talk about alternatives like these fixed annuities that we were just having a discussion about. We'll talk about how you can maximize your income, how you can maximize the amount of money that you're going to leave to your family, uh, to your kids, to your grandkids, to charities that you might want to leave. We do this for listeners at, at no cost. And we want to provide our knowledge and be a resource uh, to the community and make this offer available to anybody that has managed to save $200,000 or more and, of course, be 55 or older, and we'll send you a copy of the income allocation book. Well, it is specifically a retirement planning strategy book, but the methods and strategies described in this book are proving to provide for more financial security, stability, peace of mind, and confidence throughout retirement than relying on the Wall Street model alone. So they are models that I encourage you to learn about, educate yourself on, and where appropriate, have them specifically designed and implemented into your planning to complement the rest of your plan to provide you with that retirement confidence. Brian Caranta can have that discussion with you or you can even begin by just reading a copy of this essential retirement strategy book, Income Allocation. If you would like that opportunity for the strategy session on an individual face-to-face, knee-to-knee basis with Brian Caranta, or to begin with the book, all you have to do is pick up the phone and call 800-963-0131. Again, that number, 800-963-0131. And David Gaylor, the author of Income Allocation, joins us each week on the program to provide a little insight on the topic of the week that we are discussing. And David, this problem of lazy money seems to be something that is plaguing a lot of people out there. Talk to us a little bit, if you would, about the problem of lazy money and the consequences that's going to have into and throughout retirement. One of the areas that I look for whenever we do a strategy session with someone is we analyze their portfolio and we want to look at the yield of what they would or maybe their broker would consider to be their safe money. What we see constantly is yields 2% 2% or less, and in many cases, less than 1%. And, and these there are internal fees on these investments. And we're talking about bond funds. And a lot of times the people are paying a management fee. So they're already losing money based on what I just said. But then we're seeing another area of concern, and that is the share price of these funds. They're losing value. So we have something that is yielding an incredibly low percentage rate, 1%, 2%. But over the last four or five years, the share prices have actually backed up. So in my opinion, you know, we've talked about lazy money before. What we have here is we have lazy money that's actually losing money. And I think, in my opinion, and my opinion is based on general facts, I believe that the losses are going to get worse. And and everyone listening inside your portfolio, if you're following an asset allocation model, you should be concerned about this. 
Now, you are basing this opinion on available facts, and I want to get into the details of why you come to that conclusion. I realize that this may get a little bit technical, but talk to us about how interest rates affects our safe money and how low interest rates can effectively cause us to lose money, especially when there is inflation, whether the government wants to recognize it or not, and how it can even compound those losses if we begin to increase in interest rates on the side of our portfolio that the brokers are telling us is more safe and secure. I'll be happy to explain that. I'm going to make a disclaimer statement here first. And what I'm going to say is what I'm referring to is generally happens. There are exceptions to every rule, but the exceptions don't make up the majority. So there are times we see quality funds that are actually performing okay. But you know, just earlier this week, I met with someone, looked at one of their bond holdings and it was down 9% and it's yielding 2.4%. So that's not what we want to happen. We just gave up actual value there and it's going to take four years of yield if that doesn't recover just to get us back to where we were before the value fell. So to answer your question, first the fact, and the fact is that the Federal Reserve is telling us that interest rates are going to go up. In fact, just this week, I read a report that the Federal Reserve Chairman from Boston said four rate increases are needed this year. Now, existing bonds, let's say I have a bond yielding 3%. If interest rates are falling, every time the interest rate goes down, the value of that bond generally goes up. When interest rates rise, the value of that bond generally goes down. So just imagine a teeter-totter and on one side is interest rates and they're on the way down. Well, the other side of that teeter-totter is going to go up. Now, most people, if you're buying an individual bond, let's say it's a 20 or 30 year bond and you hold it to maturity. Basically, we have to understand we're loaning money to some entity here, whether it's a corporation or a municipality or a state or the, or the federal government. So we're depending on that entity to stay solvent or in business until the end of that bond to give me my money back. It's not a problem rising interest rates if I hold the bond to maturity. So I have a 10 year bond and let's say it's paying me 1.5% and I'm happy making 1.5%. Even if interest rates go to five, I'm happy at 1.5. Well, in 10 years, I'll get my capital back. But let's say I'm not happy with that. Let's say I own that one and a half percent bond and five years from now, interest rates are at 5% and I'd much rather make 5% than one and a half. I mean, who wouldn't, right? Right. So I want to sell that bond. Well, who... When new bonds are paying 5%, and let's say my bond's a $100,000 bond, who's going to give me $100,000 for a bond yielding 1.5% when they can go out and use their $100,000 and get 5%? So what that means is I'm going to have to discount the value of my bond. I might have to sell that for sixty dollars or $70,000. So the person who's making the purchase from me, in other words, they're buying my bond, they're going to have to yield 5%. I have to discount my $100,000 bond significantly so the individual buying it yields 5% to maturity and then they're going to get $100,000 back. So you see, every time interest rates rise, and I understand that was a complicated explanation right there, but ladies and gentlemen, these are things that affect your future. If you're going to lose value in part of your portfolio, just having it there and losing value because we're in an asset allocation model is not okay. The way we like to manage money is to not just put something somewhere just because that's the model that we follow and that model is going to lose money. We like to reposition assets to take advantage of the opportunities that are available at the time. So David, what we need to understand is that because when bonds reach maturity, we get our money back. That's why they have always been considered the safer side of our investment. But during the time that we hold them, we have to understand a few different components of how they will behave for us. First is the interest rate, the yield that we are receiving on that bond. Second is the value that that bond is worth if we were going to sell it. And those two may not always be correlated. The interest rate that we locked into is what we're going to receive for the duration of that bond. Whereas if the interest rate environment around us rises, that bond becomes less attractive and the actual principle that we could sell it for if we did want to liquidate, therefore goes down. Did I sum that up correctly? You summed it up perfectly. The thing is very few people own individual bonds. Most people invest in bond funds. So the bond fund that I looked at, it was a very large company. I've looked at several here. Very large companies, they're managing billions of dollars inside of these bond funds and they're losing value. I looked at one, it's one of the largest in the world. It's an international bond fund. It's yielding less than 2%. And since last summer, it's lost over four. 
So they've basically given up two and a half years worth of interest, or they're going to have to make interest for two and a half years if the value of that bond fund doesn't increase just to get the money back. And again, I know they're paying a management fee, so that further erodes their losses there. The point of this entire conversation is that's what they think is the safe money. And when we do one of these strategy sessions and we, we look into their portfolio, most people are very disturbed by what they see. I promise you, the individuals who held to that bond fund that had lost 9% and were only yielding 2.4, they weren't happy and, and they made a change that day. So losing money even on what is considered to be the safe side of our portfolio certainly puts the stability of our total portfolio in jeopardy. Whenever we understand the things that we discuss on this show and the things that I've written about in my book, first, longevity risk, second, sequence of returns risk, and finally, withdrawal rate risk, all of those things have to be managed to have a successful retirement. We have to get these right because everyone is living longer, the market is more volatile, returns are low. There are several factors that contribute to, and we'll call them headwinds, that makes a successful retirement more and more challenging in today's environment. We need to understand these implications, these factors that will affect our financial future. And David, you said you are coming to this conclusion by gathering from available facts. It's pretty much not disputable. The interest rate environment is headed for a change. The Federal Reserve has announced they will be raising interest rates in the future, which per your definition and explanation here, could have a negative implication on assets that you're seeing in people's portfolios today are already potentially losing value. The thing that the public, those that are listening here, and tell your friends this as well, just think of it like a teeter-totter. That's the easiest way that I can explain it. So when one side goes up, the other side goes down. So if interest rates go down, the value of existing bond holdings will increase generally. Okay, I'm not going to make absolute statements, but generally the, the majority will. But we're on the other side of that coin right now. The Federal Reserve, it's an amazing thing. They're telling you what's going to happen. So they're saying we don't get that much in the financial world. No, no. I mean, they make certain statements and they're saying we need probably three to four rate increases this year. So as those interest rates increase, the value of existing bonds will drop. And again, the majority of people are holding bond funds and we see that reflected in the net asset value or in other words, the the share price, uh, which is if we want to sell it on that day, that's what we sell it for. Well, once again, Brian Caranta is Pittsburgh's local retirement and income allocation advisor, president and founder of Secure Money Advisors. Brian, we know that lazy money can be something that is detrimental to our long-term outlook for retirement, but the alternative of taking too much risk is something that could be equally as damaging. So we want to help people find the strategies that will provide them enough growth without unreasonable risk. And that's what you help people review and evaluate in your office. That's right, Peter. It's something that uh, we pride ourselves on doing uh, and we do it really well for people. And we've created a really simple strategy session so that when people come in, uh, we make it very easy for them to really find out whether or not we would be a good fit for them. And of course, you know, I always tell folks when you come in, you know, we're very transparent about what we do. We're very specific about what we do. And as I walk people through the planning process, we may determine that, you know, what we do is not a good fit for them. And we'll be the first to let them know that. And of course, as we continue on with the process, if they feel what, what we do is not a good fit for them, we always let people know that no is perfectly okay. But a lot of people really connect with the type of planning we do because it's just very simple and easy to understand. And here is exactly what we'll do for you if you call into this show. First, we will also absolutely provide you with a copy of income allocation to take home and read. And we will also conduct a detailed review to help you eliminate concerns and most importantly, gain clarity and gain confidence. We will provide you with a simple easy to understand financial summary that addresses your outlook for the future. We'll help you incorporate your social security benefits into your planning and show you how to maximize valuable uh, source of lifetime income. We'll help you understand that the tax plan you are probably setting up for yourself in the future and identify ways that you can potentially uh, reduce tax on your retirement income will help you understand options to avoid future market downturns that would affect your retirement and will provide you with a customized designed income plan. And I love this customized income plan we do. I'll tell you, I've had so many people tell me 
when we go through the income planning process with them, why has nobody showed me this before? Why is this the first time that I'm hearing about this? And it's just a tremendous amount of calmness and clarity that people get when they start to see the, the income plan laid out in front of them. Now, all of this is included in the retirement strategy session, and you will go home with the income allocation book and a simple and easy to understand financial summary that will provide you with a tremendous amount of clarity. In order to qualify, you must have saved at least $200,000 and we will find a time to conduct this strategy that is convenient for you at no cost and no obligation. And again, if you would like to start uh, with the book, be one of the first 10 callers over the age of 55 and you can get your hands on it. If you'd like to begin by reading a copy of the book, Income Allocation, to get some information ahead of time, he makes that available to you as well. For either of those valuable opportunities, all you have to do is pick up the phone, give Brian Caranta and Secure Money Advisors a call, 800-963-0131. That strategy session available for anyone taking their financial future seriously enough to have saved at least 200000 for retirement or the book Income Allocation if you are 55 or above that is available for you. Pick up the phone and give a call 800-963-0131. Again that number 800-963-0131. Go ahead and give a call. That's about all the time we have for right now here on Your Game Plan for Retirement but we will talk to you again real soon. And welcome back into Your Game Plan for Retirement, the weekly show that discusses some of the biggest financial and economic challenges and provides the solutions to help today's savers and investors overcome them and achieve their financial and retirement goals. To help us in that cause, we always turn to Pittsburgh's local retirement and income allocation advisor. He is Brian Caranta, president and founder of Secure Money Advisors. If you have questions or concerns about your own game plan for retirement, Brian Caranta does make his time available. Just pick up the phone to be in touch. 800 800-963-0131. Again, that's 800-963-0131. And Brian, we've talked about this balance, trying to take as little risk as is necessary, but also having our money work for us and, and gain a little bit of interest, have a little bit of growth. You've mentioned that there's problems on either end of that spectrum, taking too much risk or not earning enough interest on our money that could jeopardize our financial security into the future. But that there is a proper balance, a proper mix, and some middle ground that you help people understand and find when they come in and talk with you for that strategy session. There always is a in everybody's situation. I mean, you're not going to have 100% of your money in guaranteed investments. You're not going to have 100% of your money at risk. I mean, they're a very simple formula actually that put out by the Certified Financial Planning Board called the Rule of 100. The Rule of 100 basically says just take 100 minus your age. So if you're 60 years old, basically what that says is that 60% of your money could be in investments and 40% of your money should be protected in some type of guaranteed account. So everybody's situation is different. And when we go through the planning process and we walk through people through the intake process, we're really kind of trying to identify how much risk they really should have and how much income they're going to need. And that really is going to determine how much money they need to carve out from their plan in order to generate the amount of income that they're going to need for retirement. So we do this and we make it very simple, very easy to understand. It's a very relaxed and enjoyable meeting. I want people to know too that if they come in and they feel that what we do is not a, a, the right fit for them, we always let them know that no is perfectly okay. We shake hands apart as friends. Well, there's confidence in clarity and understanding where you are and where you're trying to get to into the future. And that's what that process is designed to help you accomplish. That strategy session that Brian Caranta offers in his office is all about having clarity and confidence in the amount of risk that you are exposed to, the taxes that you may be liable for in the future, the amount of income that you can have a reasonable expectation to be able to generate and rely and depend on throughout retirement. All you need to do to get answers to some of retirement's biggest questions and challenges is give a call, talk with Brian Caranta in that 
retirement review and strategy session, 800-963-0131, 800-963-0131. Or again, Brian has made copies of the book Income Allocation available for listeners over the age of 55 because this is specifically a retirement planning strategy book. If you meet that one criteria, pick up the phone, give a call, request a copy of Income Allocation, the Essential Retirement Planning Strategy book, 800-963-0131. Again, that's 800-963-0131. And we always like to hear different opinions here on the program. We're going to take a quick change, of course, here because we are joined by a journalist, a best-selling author, an American lawyer, Jim Rickards, who I've seen regularly featured on some of the financial talking head programs, giving his commentary, now joins us on the program. And he's got a his own take on where we stand financially as a country and what that might mean that people should be doing with their capital. So we'd like to welcome in Mr. Jim Rickards. Thank you for joining us here on Your Game Plan for Retirement. Uh, well, thank you, Peter. Uh, it's great to be with you. Um, you're right. I have a uh four books, uh, all, I'm uh, happy to say, uh, bestsellers, all national bestsellers, three of them New York Times bestsellers. Uh, there was Currency Wars in 2011, The Death of Money in 2014, The New Case for Gold in 2016, and The Road to Ruin, also in 2016. As you can see, they have these nice cheery titles. Indeed. Um, <laughs> there is there is a lot of, I would say, fairly dire warning uh, in these books. They all cover you know, different aspects of it, but there's a common thread there. A couple things I would say. Number one, you have to separate the business cycle from systemic risk. The business cycle is, you know, that we've seen it 40 times since the end of World War II. The economy expands and, and inflation picks up and unemployment goes down. And the Fed tightens and then the economy slows down. Unemployment goes up, inflation goes down, and then the Fed eases. I mean, that's just a normal business cycle. And the stock market goes up and down. And, and all that's you know still going on in some ways, although we are living in a very different period right now. And the reason is that what Ben Bernanke did between 2008 and uh, 2013 was completely unprecedented, completely experimental. The Fed had never kept interest rates at zero for seven years before. The Fed had never done quantitative easing. In 100 years, they had never done these things. And I've spoken to Bernanke about it, and he used the word experiment. He was candid. He said, uh, um, you know, this is an experiment. 30 years from now, somebody will look back and see if it was a success or a failure. But it makes us all, me and, and really listeners, I think, feel like uh, we, we're guinea pigs in this egghead experiment that Bernanke conducted. But the point is... Because he did unprecedented things, we are in unprecedented times. You can't just look back over the last 70 years of you know 30 or 40 business cycles and look at all that data and understand what's going to happen next because you've got to see that because we're in an unprecedented situation, the Fed is going to have to take unprecedented actions to get us out of it. One of them would be raising rates in a weak economy. That ne That's never happened before. The Fed... First of all, the Fed doesn't lead the economy. It follows the economy. Secondly, when the Fed's tightening, it's because the economy's getting too hot. Well, the economy's not too hot right now. In fact, the economy is fairly weak, but the Fed's tightening anyway. Wall Street has misinterpreted this. They're saying, well, if the Fed's tightening, the economy must be strong. Well, that's like saying umbrellas cause rain, right? When it rains, everyone has their umbrellas out. Well, umbrellas don't cause rain. Rain causes umbrellas to pop out. In other words, they've got the causality backwards. Uh, not only that, but they don't understand that we're living through this unprecedented cycle. So the Fed is raising rates in weakness, which is completely unprecedented because normally, as I say, they raise rates in strength. So the danger is, I guess the question is, well, I mean, why is the Fed doing this? Uh, what's going on here? Well, there's an answer to that, which is that the Fed is trying to raise rates enough so they can cut them in the next recession. The Fed has to cut rates to get us out of a recession. Well, how do you cut rates when you're at zero? You can't. So they're raising them so they can cut them. It's like putting out fires with gasoline, I guess, but that, that's what they're doing. But the question is, can you raise rates enough to cure the next recession without causing the recession you're preparing to cure? I think the answer is probably no. They're probably going to mess this up as they usually do and cause a recession. But my only point is none of what I just described for your listeners is well understood by Wall Street because they're using all these, you know, regressions and correlations and standard models that, that simply don't apply. Jim, Wall Street predictions generally follow the regular business cycles. You believe then that their predictions could be off and that this is a little bit of the cart leading the horse? Correct. But the, the thing is, the Fed never leads the economy except now. Normally, the Fed follows the economy. So when you see 
rates going up. You go, hey, the economy must be good. That's why the Fed's raising rates. Well, that has been true 40 times since the end of World War II. It's just not true now. And the reason is because Bernanke did things that have never been done before. If you have unprecedented policy, you're going to have to have an unprecedented unwind. And all the quants on Wall Street are using the old playbook. And I'm, what I'm advising, uh, telling your listeners is that the old playbook doesn't apply. So, so which means that um, the Fed is very much in danger of causing a recession. Uh, I expect they'll tighten again in June. I, I absolutely can see that. That's in my forecast. By the way, Peter, last December, December 2016, I was telling listeners and uh, subscribers to my newsletters that the Fed was going to raise rates in March. Wall Street was giving it a 30% probability. That 30% probability persisted all through January, all through February. Finally, right at the end of February, a couple of trading days at the end of February, beginning of March, the probability shot up to 90%. Well, I was there the whole time. I started saying that in December. But again, I'm not smarter than people on Wall Street, but I have better models. And if you have better models, you're going to get better results. So right now, I'm telling um, listeners that the Fed will raise rates in June, unless you know the stock market crashes or you know job creation dries up. That's possible, but uh, but I don't actually don't see that happening. They're on track to raise rates in June, but they're probably going to throw the U.S. economy into recession. I would look for a stock market correction by summer. We rarely know what the future of the market holds, but we have received strong indications from Janet Yellen that the Fed does intend to continue to raise interest rates, doing so aggressively, they say. What do you feel this rise in interest rates could mean for investors, particularly those with fixed income or bond holdings as the more conservative part of their portfolio? Well, on the one hand, it's it's good for savers. When I say savers, I mean people with money in the bank. You know, by keeping rates at zero, if you've got money in the bank, you're getting zero. That's what the bank's paying you. Now, that is a wealth transfer from you to the bank, right? Because if you look at it from the bank's point of view, if they're paying zero to their depositors and they're lending the money out at a profit, they're getting all the money. You know, I once got a call from, uh, you know, kind of an unsolicited inquiry from a, a nice lady in Florida. She was in her 80s and she said, you know, I've got $100,000 in the bank. She's not a hardship case, but she's not a multi-zillionaire. And she said, my $100,000 in the bank used to produce, you know, two to $3,000 a year of interest income, and I used that to pay for my meds. And now I'm getting zero. So yeah. what do I do? And unfortunately, Ben Bernanke's answer to that is invest in the stock market. Well, <laughs> an 83-year-old lady with, uh, with $100,000 to her name has no business investing in the stock market because you could lose 30% of it overnight. If, yet yet if, many have and, and been pushed that direction because we, we call it lazy money or losing money safely. We were falling behind. That's not even keeping up with inflation. And so many people, as an alternative, took that risk, perhaps unnecessarily. Correct. Now, so now that the Fed's raising rates, so maybe this lady can get at least a thousand bucks on her on her money. So it's good for savers. It's a headwind for everybody else because, uh, again, here's the point here. If the Fed were raising rates for the right reasons, meaning the economy is getting strong, unemployment is going down, inflation is taking off, it's, those are the right reasons, right? That would be okay. That would actually be doing their job. But that's not what they're doing. They're playing catch up for the fact that they should have raised rates in 2010, 2011, 2012. Two wrongs don't make a right. The fact that they screwed up in 2010, 11, 12 doesn't mean that they should throw the economy into a recession today. They're not trying to do that. I'm not saying the Fed's purposely trying to cause a recession. I'm just saying they probably will because, you know, because this unwinding this experiment and they don't really, uh, the, by the way, the Fed has never predicted a recession, right? We've had like over 30 recessions since the end of World War II. The Fed has never predicted one. They don't have the capacity to see recessions. I think we can, other analysts can. I'm not saying the economy is going to, into a recession tomorrow. I'm saying the economy is slowing down. But they are eternal optimists, it seems. Well, they're either optimists or they're just in extreme denial. Actually, I would say, as a scientist, I would say they have bad models. Their, their modeling doesn't really capture that dynamic. But here's the point. Uh, you know, the Trump administration is running into a lot of headwinds with their policy. The stock market is priced to perfection. The stock market has gone up 15% since Trump was elected based on expectations about tax cuts, infrastructure spending, less regulation, 
plus this spurious correlation between the Fed raising rates and a stronger economy. So everyone say, hey, happy days are here again. You know, buy construction stocks because of infrastructure. Buy defense stocks because of defense spending. Buy pharmaceutical stocks because of, you know, the repeal of Obamacare, et cetera. Well, that's fine, but it's not playing out that way. We're not – we saw the failure of health care reform. It looks like infrastructure spending is going to be put off till 2018 if it even comes. The tax reform is late this year, probably 2018. In other words, none of these things are playing out in the way and in the time frame that the stock market price, which means they're going to have to reprice. They're going to have to wake up, and I would expect by the summer. So this – you have a kind of a poisonous combination with the Fed raising rates, tightening monetary conditions – policy not playing out the way the market expected, the stock market way ahead of itself. And I would expect a significant correction coming this summer based on just the reality check of the growth not being there and and the policy not being there. A lot of commercial loans also coming due during that period of time. Jim, you're right. It seems like a pro-growth, pro-business environment should be the status quo and good for the economy and the market. But we keep running into obstruction in Washington. While we can't control Washington, we do need to consider what direction in Washington and globally could mean as far as the effect of our dollars and our own personal financial situations. Well, that's absolutely right. You know, we've been talking so far about, you know, Fed policy and domestically, but put this in an international context. And that's what I do in my books. Uh, in particular, my second book, The Death of Money, is just out in a new paperback edition. Uh, it came out in 2014. Normally, you'll see a paperback within a year. But uh, that book was turned out to be extremely popular, sold very well. So my publisher kept it in hardcover uh, for three years. But now finally this week, literally, it's out in paperback with new material. I actually have new information on insider trading in advance of uh, the 9-11 attacks. There's a lot about my uh, my projects at the CIA in terms of using market intelligence to catch terrorists. So I hope the readers enjoy it. So there's new material and new reason to buy the paperback. But the main body of the book, again, out in paperback this week, does talk quite a bit about gold. Now, a lot of people, you know, they want to put words in your mouth. They go, oh, you know, Jim Rickard says sell everything and buy gold. I've never said that. I recommend 10% gold, a 10% allocation of your investable assets in physical gold, not paper gold, uh, you know, in safe non-bank storage. It'll weather the storm. It'll get you through you know, if we have another stock market correction or even worse, which I do expect. And again, as we said earlier in, the, in this interview, separate the business cycle from systemic risk. They're two different things. You can have a systemic meltdown like 2008. It has nothing to do necessarily with a recession or an expansion of Fed policy. It just happens the way, you know, an avalanche just happens because a snowflake lands the wrong way or a sand pile collapses or an earthquake happens. No one knows exactly when, but it's the dynamic instability of the system. So have 10% gold. It'll, it'll get you through a collapse. It'll get you through the business cycle. It'll preserve wealth and inflation. By the way, I'm not a gold salesman. I'm not a dealer. I'm, not, uh, I, I'm an analyst and a writer, uh, and I do recommend this, but, uh, but I'm not selling gold. You can, anyone can go find a, a reputable dealer, but I do, uh, I do think it's good advice. Well, we certainly appreciate your time and your insight on what we need to be doing or thinking about as far as our economy and our personal finance. We appreciate you joining us. Thank you, and I hope uh, I hope the listeners uh, can find some benefit from all that. Well, we appreciate Mr. Rickards joining us on the program and a little bit different perspective there. Brian Caranta, of course, Pittsburgh, your local retirement and income allocation advisor. And you can reach Brian if you've got any questions on any of the information you hear on the program at 800-963-0131. That's 800-963-0131. Now, Brian, I've seen Jim all over the place talking about gold. And we hear a lot of chatter in in the financial world and on talk radio about gold. What's your general opinion on having some gold as part of your portfolio? Peter, in my opinion, I don't think we're going to be walking into Giant Eagle or Whole Foods someday, you know, with a little block of gold and a shaver shaving off chips to buy a, uh, you know, loaf of bread. (laughs) Um, I can tell you that personally, I got caught up in the whole gold hype thing a few years ago, and I purchased physical gold myself. And quite frankly, I've lost quite a bit of money on it. So it's not something that always goes up in value. It's come down quite significantly. 
That's right. I mean, absolutely. I mean, I don't know where they continue to try to make these statements about it always goes up in value. And, you know, I've got a hard time buying into some of the reasons why people should be buying into gold. And typically they say if you're buying gold, you should be buying physical gold. But if you really think about it, like I said, I don't think any of us are going to be walking into a grocery store anytime soon with a block of gold and a shaver shaving off chips of gold to buy bread and milk and egg. My comment there, Brian, has always been that if it was the collapse of the currency, the end of the world, and you were one of the very few, less than 1% that did have some physical gold or silver, that brass and lead might actually be a more valuable precious metal at that point in time. My other question or concern has always been when I'm hearing the language out there that uh, the dollar is in jeopardy, the collapse of the currency is imminent, you should buy gold now. Well, if they're so convinced of that and they have the gold, why are they asking and soliciting me to give them my dollars that they think are going to be worthless for the gold that they have that they think is going to be the most valuable thing? Well, you know, Peter, it's the same reason why I wonder sometimes why these Wall Street advisors are out there on the hunt for people's money. Because if these guys were really that great at making people money, at buying the right stocks, bonds, and mutual funds, why in the world would they need any of our money? Why wouldn't they just take their own money, invest it, make millions, buy an island somewhere, and sip martinis all day? Right. Right. And there's always uh, some incentive behind uh, the hype that you need to just be able to sort through and see through. But Brian, I think that you bring a lot of clarity into the discussion and the planning process. And you talk very openly and frankly about that the approach that you use at Secure Money Advisors is different. And it's Maybe not right for everybody in every situation, but there are some specific utilizations of the strategies that you describe that help people to secure and have more knowledge and clarity of what their retirement picture is going to look like. And there can be a great mix of assets there. And we know that the asset allocation model, the diversified portfolio has failed several times in the last couple decades. And that that planning alone doesn't lead to the type of financial and retirement security security, that the combination approach of including an income allocation will help provide people. And that's what you talk to them about here on the radio, but also offer a a discussion in person so that people can have a better understanding of how exactly this would be utilized in, in their individual planning. That's right. I always encourage people work with somebody that shares in the same beliefs about money that you have. You know, if you're not a risk taker and you're working with somebody that's recommending risk, it might be better for you to be looking for somebody like us that focuses on more secure investments. If you're somebody that likes to take risk with your money, go find somebody that's willing to take that risk for you. But you know, here's what really upsets me about the whole industry. You know, when people talk about buying investments, you know, especially if you read information from a lot of the gurus out there today, what they're not telling you is the other half of the story. And that is the majority of the people that are taking risk in these, these alternative investments, like, you know, they're buying gold or they're buying unique, you know, stocks or, or bonds or whatever, they're not telling you about the other couple million that they've got guaranteed and protected because they're not going to take risk with their their life and their life savings. They're taking risk with money they can afford to take risk with. The average person out there is being convinced by Wall Street brokers to take risk with money they can't afford to lose. And if that's you and you're taking risk with money you can't afford to lose, you need to stop immediately and find a way to build a plan that is not at risk so that you can have a retirement that isn't going to be jeopardized because of a market downturn or gold flipping upside down and not panning out the way that people say it's going to pan out. Tell us how you really feel, Brian. <laughs> no, I appreciate your candor and, and, and honesty. And I, you know, I've thought about this before and, and, and I've thought about the fact that if I had all of my money piled up on the table and I could see all of it. And I had the possibility of doubling it in the next 10 to 15 years or losing half of it in the next 10 to 15 years, which would make a greater impact on my life. And there comes a point in time where that swings and it changes. And I'm not sure if I personally am quite there yet. I'm in my upper 30s. I've got some time on my side, but I'm beginning to think about that. And somewhere along the lines, I know that protecting what I have is going to be more important than aggressive growth and the possibility for gains. And and 
we need to realize that and identify what money we are willing to or even capable of taking some risk with and what money we need to be there for us tomorrow and through our financial future. And again, that's what that strategy session is specifically designed to help people arrive at that conclusion and clarity in that planning process. Brian, you do make a couple very valuable offers, I believe, for the listeners to this radio program to have greater understanding of that. Can you tell us again about the process in your office and the top measurable benefits that you're going to help somebody discuss and identify and uh, and achieve through that strategy session. Yeah, well, what we have found is that informed people just make better decisions, Peter. I mean, most people are rational, and if they're provided with good information, they can arrive at a logical conclusion. And people deserve this information so that they can make good decisions. However, what we've also found is that many people just are not fully aware of some of the important aspects of retirement planning. And this makes sense because most people have never retired before. And those that have, you know, hopefully they've only done it once and, and they've been successful at it, but many are not. That is why we're here to help. You know, most people are just not aware of all the implications that can come when it comes to building their retirement plan. And most people are not fully educated themselves on how all kinds of different variables can play into a unsuccessful uh, retirement plan. What we have done is that we offer our complimentary review to help educate you on. That's why we offer our complimentary review to help educate you on these and many other aspects to become more vital to your financial future the closer you get to retirement. So call now and we will provide you with an hour financial education that is specific to your situation. And this offer is for anybody that's over the age of 55 and you've saved at least $200,000 or more for retirement. Even if you don't meet these qualifications, you're welcome to give us a call and we'd be happy to help you get there. All you have to do to get this complimentary review is give us a call at Secure Money Advisors and we'd be more than happy uh, to set that meeting up with you and go through the process with you. And again, that number to take advantage of this valuable opportunity is 800-963-0131. Again, that's 800-963-0131. Brian, earlier in the program, also made an offer for the book, Income Allocation. That is reserved for those 55 or above because this is specifically a retirement planning strategy book. But if you meet that criteria, would like to begin with the education provided in the book, Income Allocation, to have a better understanding of the methods and models that are proving to provide for greater financial security and retirement stability, pick up the phone, give a call, or address your planning one-on-one with Brian Caranta and the team there at Secure Money Advisors, 800-963-0131, the number to call for either of those valuable opportunities. Again, that's 800-963-0131. If you are taking your financial future seriously, I encourage you, don't procrastinate. That's the biggest enemy of progress. Let's make the most of our valuable time today so we can get the most from tomorrow. And Brian, we know your time is very valuable as well, and we appreciate you sharing some of it with us here on Your Game Plan for Retirement. Thank you for being here. Peter, thanks for having me. Have a great week. It's always a pleasure talking with Brian Caranta. I know he looks forward to hearing from you soon. 800-963-0131 or talking with us again next week on Your Game Plan for Retirement. The information presented on this program is provided for informational purposes only without warranty of accuracy, completeness, or suitability for particular purpose. This program is not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, legal, or tax advice. This information is general in nature, not specific enough to be construed as advice. You should not make any decision based on the information presented on this program without independent consultation with an appropriately licensed professional or competent advisor. Investment in securities or the market involves a potential risk for loss of principal. Trading, therefore, may not be suitable for all listeners. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Withdrawals growth from annuities may be taxable as ordinary income in the year it is taken. Individuals should review contracts for specific details of the product's features and costs.